welcome to another episode of Ordinary Old Catholic Me. It is my great pleasure to say that this past weekend, June the 7th, our parish reopened to masses officially, subject indeed to limited capacity and of course face masks and social distancing. Yesterday, don't ask me why, I had this one song or the beginning of the song in my mind and that was On the Road Again by Willie Nelson. You know, on the road again. But my version was in the pew again. So my little lyric was in the pew again. Just couldn't wait to be in the pew again. Just checking on the Lord Almighty. I'm so glad to be in the pew again. I'll spare you the actual singing. I can't tell you how glad I am because I suspect that like everyone else or like a lot of people, I haven't been doing very well during the last several months and particularly in this last couple of weeks. All I can see is a society dying and I feel as if there's not much I can do about it. Of course, except to pray. And there's the rub, as Hamlet said, because when I am full of fear, anxiety, and seething with both, a wall goes up in me and it's between me and God and prayer. It's reflexive, I think, not purposeful. And not only can I not pray, but I can't seem even to look at my favorite icons. That's why I never trust my periods of piety. They dissipate with the slightest poke from the devil. It just happens that my neighborhood was one where there was a lot of protesting and staging for protests and helicopters flying overhead and honking for hours and shouting. And I have to say, I was this past weekend on an edge. I mentioned it in texting with a friend and uh, she had the kindness to send me the reading for Saturday, June the 6th. I'm going to read it and I'm going to hope it has the resonance with you that it had with me. Maybe not in the same particulars, but in terms of what it did for me softening my anxiety and my fear and my anger over a world that is too often cruel and in which any acts of kindness or charity on the part of any Catholic, me, you, seems like spitting in the ocean. It's from 2 Timothy chapter 4 verses 1 to 8. Beloved, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingly power proclaim the word. Be persistent, whether it is convenient or inconvenient. Convince, reprimand, encourage through all patience and teaching. For the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine, but following their own desires and insatiable curiosity will accumulate teachers and will stop listening to the truth and will be diverted to myths. But you, be self-possessed in all circumstances, put up with hardship, perform the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry, for I am already being poured out like a libation, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have competed well, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. From now on, the crown of righteousness awaits me, which the Lord, the just judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but to all who have longed for his appearance. So that was Saturday, and that was a first lifeline. Just so it's clear, I need constant lifelines. 
There were only two Masses at my parish on Sunday, the 8.30 and the 10.30. A lector was needed at the 8.30, and I agreed to do so. Even though, frankly, I have never been a morning person, I'm one of those people who could neither be nun nor monk because I don't like mornings. And as you know, in those two places, 4 or 5 o'clock a.m. is a norm. But I was eager to be back. And one of the things I like about lecturing or serving is how close you are to the action. You're in that space in the sanctuary, which to me is the threshold of heaven, as I think I mentioned in a past entry. One small aspect that is lovely is that because of the needs to direct people to their seats to assure social distancing, we've had to reestablish the idea of ushers in a way that is reminiscent of what was true back when I was a kid in the 60s and 70s. We've had a few ushers over the years, but it's been kind of an informal production. Now, because of the need, it is much more formal, but formal in a joyous way. They greeted people at the door, manifesting their joy at having the parishioners back along with them. Clearly, going to church is not exactly like theater, although in the Catholic Church we have a great deal of ritual. But what I can say in terms of its analogy to theater was that it became an event, coming back to church, coming back to the sacrament after so long a time away. There was a palpable happiness as people entered this despite whatever the discomfort of the various masks that were being worn. I had a few moments before Mass to sit in the pew in the sanctuary and to look up at my favorite Damiano cross and just realize that I was getting a second lifeline, an even bigger one. I could feel the weight of the last days coming off my shoulder, off my very soul. I knew it probably wouldn't last because my weakness surprises even me sometimes. But knowing that Mass is there again made it possible for me to be optimistic as well as the fact that I was able to go to confession, which I sorely needed. And our inaugural return was on Trinity Sunday. No fear, no anxiety, no anger. Just me in the embrace of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All of us, individual me's in that room, in the embrace of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Together in the body of Christ.